Welcome to Minority Corner with an Eke and James. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, queer, and ladylike. This week on Minority Corner. Ooh, hey girl, hey. I am going to be talking about ways that we can help victims of Hurricane Harvey. Ooh. And I basically wanted to cover ways that we can continue to help victims even after the disaster has passed. Um, but Tell the kids in that case. We recorded this a while ago, so we didn't know about Hurricane Irma. So I really want to take advantage of this beginning time to talk about this article that I'm going to be posting in the show notes and also on our webpage of ways that you can help people of color from Hurricane Irma. Yes. Which actually Corner Kid Ebony S., she posted it on the Corner Kids Playground, but just real quickly, some of the organizations are Hurricane Irma Community Recovery Fund, Hurricane Irma Solidarity Network, Porch Light Inclusive Disaster Strategies, Humane Society of Tampa Bay, and more. So please go contribute to these for Hurricane Irma and then also for Hurricane Harvey, which I will be covering later on in the show. What do you got, James? Well, there is so much going on in the news today. I got you. I got you in a Quizlet Corner. That's right. We're going to be doing the news, but through a Quizlet Corner edition, we've got things about talking about what the Secretary of Treasury is going to be up to. Uh, the new Star Wars merch, is it getting more diverse? I don't know. We'll find out. Plus, Todrick Hall, I know how you have some feelings about him. He responded to some Taylor Swift stuff and talking about some KKK business. Plus, I went to the Dolores for a uh, preview or um, premiere in New York. So, so much to talk about, plus little mix, right? Eh. All right, well, let's do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. Ha ha ha. Hey, Boothang. We are here. It is a new day. It <laughs> it's is a, a brand new, new episode. Day, a new episode. A new week. I've got a new attitude. Yes, I've got do. an emperor's new groove. You I've got an emperor's uh, new wig. Ooh, I, I love see. that. Okay. Ooh, and I, I think we can make a movie called The Emperor's New Wig. I'm into that. Um, it's starring but, like Queen Latifah. No. <laughs> Who would Wait, star in here's a question. the Emperor's New Wig? Yes. Is it the if it's the Emperor's New Wig, is this a playoff of the Emperor's New Coat? So that means that he is just a bald dude walking around? Oh, well, thinking he's my, wearing a wig? Oh, well, I was like, it was weird because, you know, when I said, I, I was literally thinking like a female emperor. Is that an empress? Oh, yeah. Um, I think what is empre- she? Empress. Empress. Okay. Yeah. Not an em- well, in this movie, she's an empress. Okay. So she empress. Uh, I like the she, extra value. Because <laughs> it allows her to roll her neck a little bit at you. Like I am okay. an empress, right? All right. It's called the yeah. empress's the empress's new the empress's new wig. Okay, <laughs> just all the extra value. Val, the empress's new wig. Yeah. yeah. And the more and at the end, it turns out she's just wearing a wig cap. Yes. <laughs> but that's sad. Someone needs to but tell she her. Really- <laughs> Someone needs she to tell her. <laughs> Poor 
it's lady. A, it's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> but like you realize, like she didn't need the new wig anyways. She was just as fabulous without it. <laughs> there you go. It's so true. I know. <laughs> I like that I brought you around by the end you of the did. movie. You did. I got it's you. It's a lesson she needs to learn. Who, well, who we're gonna have? Who are we casting in this movie? We are casting. I like Queen Latifah, but I don't want her to be the empress. Let's put her like she's like the empress's like like right hand lady. She's the like, one that right, has to fake like, and say that she sees she's, the wig. She's like, oh, you look good. You looking <laughs> good? Like who's like maybe like up and coming or something? Or do we want to like up and coming like or a new? Yeah, name? let's do a Zendaya. Oh, okay. Well, oh, man. What you um, don't like Zendaya? No, I do. Oh, okay. I want like because I want somebody to be able to get the comedy aspect of it. She's funny. Little, I think maybe like a more of a Regina Hall, not King. Regina, not Regina Hall King. is not up and coming. Well, but I think she's I want been her to around. Get, <laughs> I want her to be larger than what she is. This is like okay. Her there you go. Big, Vehicle, but Zendaya can be in it too. Like Zendaya is like she'll play like mm-hmm. the popper, like the like you know, um, <laughs> the popper that has to like <laughs> pretends to come along. We're on, and we're, <laughs> I think it's going somewhere. It's got you know Disney what? written all over it. I'm not mad at this movie. It could be pretty good. <laughs> you were just shitting on it two seconds ago. Do you, you like it been, or not? <laughs> you have been turning me around on the concept, and now you turn me around on the but, movie. But it's good because for our creative team, Aneke, we don't. I don't. We don't need yes people we need someone that's gonna be like we need to look at this does this work and you gotta be like you gotta convince me okay and i'm doing it yes people you get things that like i'm trying to think of like um remember when cisco did that video with godzilla back in like the early 2000s and and everybody just kept saying yes this is a great idea someone should have said no but you know who also did a music video with uh the godzilla dragon everybody was about that godzilla dragon Who's Everybody, this? who Puff, da- Puff Daddy did one too. Oh wait, was that the same video? No. So oh, there is two happened, Godzilla there videos. There were two, and oh uh, P- Cisco's was never released. I think it was oh. so bad. His was so bad. Right, you are bringing me back to behind the music that I but forgot. P- P. Diddy's had like that, like that guitar. It was like dun 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 yes. dun dun, and yes. he's like. I was just it was like, I'm going to get you, Godzilla Dragon, a P. Diddy, Danity Kane. Yeah, I'm going to destroy you, break Jimmy you Page. up, Don, get a new face. Jimmy Page yeah. from um, Led Zeppelin played the guitar <gasps> on that one. That's right, yeah. So, yeah, because I mean, they sampled from that one song. And that dun, video dun, was bad. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yes, yeah, and that, that video was, was, it was bad. But imagine how much more worse Cisco's video must have been. Yeah, that because Cisco, even... how did Cisco happen? I don't understand. Well, it started, Drew Hill was a thing, and people True. were like, look at that short little tiny man with the platinum blonde hair. He needs his <laughs> own. He needs his own. How, did the then, thong, um, how, how were we all into the thong song? Because then, you know what? The 2000s were a weird time. We were so excited that we had survived Y2K. Yes, and that we were just like, yes! We were just like, fuck yeah. And ladies were like, let me do that thong. And everybody was at the thong. Even Britney put it the thong over her jeans. Remember? Yes, and I do remember that. It was like, just let's see the thong. Everybody wanted to see the thong. I don't, you know what? That's, I, you can tell that the annals of time have passed yeah. because because like what's your before thong i was like situ- yeah thong song is, is great what is your <laughs> thong situation like these days do you want to tell me 
Yeah. Do, is that, are people still I wear the a full butt. I never wear a thong. The, just to <laughs> let people know, um, on my bachelorette, which was, you know, sexy time for ladies. That's what, Ooh, you know, bachelorette is sexy time. For. So a lot of the, one of the, the party tricks that you do on a bachelorette is you give um, underpants. Edible thongs. Well, you, it's, it's a game that's normally played. So you get, the bachelorette gets a bunch of panties and you're supposed to decide <laughs> which pair of panties came from which friend that is um, a weird game but it's usually kind of fun because you can be okay. like oh this these sexy panties look like my sexy friend who likes to wear black gave me these black you know so that do they do they have to be sexy panties can i like bring some granny panties and um, like you have to literally guess? every single panty i got <laughs> was a full cover butt brief <laughs> giant panty because my friends know I liked I like my butt fully encased in fabric. Yeah, nice I don't need and, yeah. something stuck in the middle. No, thank you. I wore a thong once. It was very. I think male thongs are weird. Um, Banana I, hammocks. Well, no, they're like literally like they're like um, male thongs are weird. I just wear a jock strap. Men mm-hmm. don't have that like floss up your butt. Just that's wear a what jock I'm strap. saying. Women it's, don't it's, have that up your butt too unless you want to if you like it do it love your body same with men if you want to wear a thong up your butt do it but it's mm, not comfortable up your butt i i i want to copy i can i have to speak for my community and i'm gonna say men don't wear the thong wear the jock strap and this is why the thong on a man it's not sexy like you can we have like that Ooh, butt don't yuck out, somebody else's young that, but i i'm actually helping them to inspire to what they don't even really if you're wearing because like i think if you're wearing the, the the thong i'm gonna assume you haven't experienced the full-on awesomeness of a jock strap because like don't you want to see that butt hanging out like it's so hot and sexy like let that butt hang out i'm gonna make a jock strap song that jock sure. strap that jock strap it wrap around your butt sure. that jock strap that <laughs> jock strap it wrap around your butt but a butt, but 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 jiggle that butt, but jiggle that butt, but jiggle that butt, Oh, that was <laughs> that's just the intro. <laughs> Turn oh. my mic up. Okay. Turn it up. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Can you tell me you went? I saw something on Instagram. Yes. And you went to Yan Can Cook. I did. Okay. So you didn't. I don't know what I don't know what that is. Okay. So for those of us who grew up with PBS, um. Oh. There is there is a lot of cooking shows that were on, um, especially in the 80s and the 90s. Some might remember a Julia Child. Some might <laughs> remember a Jacques Pepin. Um, and some of us will remember a Martin Yan. And Martin Yan had a show called Yan Can Cook. And it was exciting. He was very skilled at cooking, um, very, like, personality up to the wazoo and i grew up with him so it was like exciting um he owns a lot of restaurants he was a guest judge on top chef he is nationally renowned um and he's doing it again he's doing yan can cook again he's he's revising it and i got invited to sit in the audience how exciting for you and that's awesome i know and i was expecting i was like okay i'm gonna go to this thing it was free so it's probably gonna be a big ass audience and Mm -hmm. you know i did my little lipstick and some eyeliner you know was it like just you and like two other people, like a very small, quaint audience? It was audience? like 20 people on Oh my stools. God, it really <laughs> That is kind of amazing. I know. That's pretty dope. And it was a like, very intimate experience. It was intimate. It was so intimate that I got to eat the food that they cooked. 
Oh, shut your fucking face. See, no. that's the thing is that I, I've always thought, like, I would not want to go to Rachel Ray because I'm amongst, like, hundreds of people and she's right. making all that food. Right. I pro- like, I'm hungry as fuck and I want to, like, you know, push Miley Cyrus out of the way and eat that, you know, chicken lobster. Yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, I don't know how Rachel Ray goes, but Yan can cook. He's I don't up- know if she can make chicken lobster, but I if she can, know. I am there. What is chicken lobster? It's like you, uh, I, does you, you either are stuffing the chicken in the lobster, or the lobster in the chicken. Oh, look at you. I, the courthouse uh, of Louis the fifth or whatever the fuck. That sounds like oh, some empire shit. I pretty much, <laughs> I'm pretty much sure I made up a dish. Okay, I okay. meant to say something else. Lobster, like Franco Louise lobster, a, which like, or, like <laughs> chicken lobster sounds like it will immediately give you gout. Like that is oh, just too are, rich. It is. You know what? It's like when you're like, today I'm going, this is my last day on Give Earth. me chicken lobster. Give me that chicken lobster. This is it. Lord, take me now. Chicken lobster first and then take me. Ugh. So Yan Can Cook was delightful. It was amazing because one, he did a warm up. He did his own warm up. So he like just talked to us. Shut and up. Hung oh, yeah. I was, wait, no, I was hoping he was coming out and being like, are you all ready to see me cook? Yeah, he basically did. Yes. Oh, really? And he made a joke. He's, he was like, a, he was like most, <laughs> most, he was like most um, chefs, celebrity chefs have their own warm up for the audience, but PBS has no money. So I have to do it. Because that's literally where my mind was in the back of my mind. I didn't want to say it. I was like, oh, PBS ain't got no money. <laughs> I know, that's what he said. So good. If you can't fix it, feature it. So Yan can cook. Way to go. Yes. Um, so if you decide to check out PBS and you see Yan Can Cook's Malaysia episode, look in the studio audience. You might see yours truly. I can't, I'm like imagining your like audience reaction shots. Like it was over over the top. I, mean, I know, I, I I know you, and I know Nick was really just like giving it because that camera. That's my girl. That's my little. You know, you're my little Lindsay. I fucking right? I pulled all the stops because they like recorded our um, expressions and then they did some fake ones, like how sausages oh, made. So they were Stop like, they were really? like, like, okay, <laughs> they were like, okay, can you guys clap and act excited? So I was like, yes. <laughs> and then they were like, now look real concerned and like you're interested in what. He's cooking, and I was like, mm-hmm, cool, ooh, yes. Wait, and I and you, was, you must have had, like, your in your hand, was your hand on your chin, like one of those? Oh, yeah, I did a hand on my chin, and <laughs> I was with my friend Leah. We did one of those where we look at each other and nod. Stop it. One of those, like, <laughs> oh, mm. <laughs> And then do you, like, point to, like, you know, yes, point to, yeah. Like, mm, ooh, look at, oh, mm. yeah, mm. Do you see <laughs> that? Oh. Um, um, okay, so... That's basically, it was That's, super fun. I, uh-oh. if you can get a free ticket to go to Yan Can Cook, what? Do you know what you started? What did I start? Who, can you give me Yan Can Cook's email or something? Because I need to get that footage of you doing reaction shots. Because I'm going to spice it together as your reel for audience, rea- audience, like I, commercials. You got to do um, commercial reaction shots. I'd like to shots. back up real quick. You can do, what? <laughs> What's what? this email going to, dear Martin Yan. <laughs> My, my friend was my, in the audience, aka my baby girl, okay. um, and she is a, a budding um, audience reactionary shot girl. I uh, think so that's the t- terminology. Why do you think and I have his email? Because you took a picture with him. Oh, so he's like, can you send me that at marinian.aol.net? <laughs> yes, SBC Global. He just <laughs> He's like, oh, let me give you, give you my Yahoo. I know. Exactly. <laughs> or my AOL. I know. 
Verizon. And that's, and that's how you know he's giving you the shit email yeah, address. Yeah, I know. Anytime someone, I'm like, oh, yeah, here's my, you know, mediacircus.yahoo.com. I and, know, exactly. Oh. And there are people are like, ooh, I got his email. Go like, for it. I will gonna never. You're going to get a reply. <laughs> oh, you ever. and those coal bucks. <laughs> just oh, yeah. It. Oh, just piling up over there. Well, Nikki, that is so dope. Yeah. I can't wait to get the footage. A star is born. My girl is going to be on all the TVs. You know You're gonna it. You're going to be on Judge Faith. You're going to be on Judge Faith. That's a new one, but sure. Yeah, I was running on the elliptical, and there she went. The name just popped up. It was like Judge Faith, and I was like, I bet she's black. And lo and behold. I mean, we, <laughs> we know. I just, Judge oh, Faith. Like, here's a quick even, story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is also something that we talked about. Okay, so um, the, oh, God, what's his name? Ed Skirin, I think his name is. He recently stepped down from a role that is normally... Um, was oh. supposed to be Asian. Yes. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Okay. But it's for a separate point, but still, oh, but then we have to circle back to that. Yes, yeah, we will. Go. So, um, speaking of names. So I was researching it and his statement said, well, I have a multicultural family, so I pay attention to these issues. And I was like, Hmm, multicultural family. What does that mean? And my like jaded ass reaction was like, Oh, his sister's probably like married to like somebody from another country. But then yeah. I noticed that he was a, he's a rapper, a British rapper. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then they're like his son, Marley. Oh, okay. Like, mm, All right. Marley. The plot mm. thickens. And so I looked up pictures. He has a black son. Oh yeah. He's that I, that classifies as multicultural family. Yeah. He and I was, can, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. that once again, like faith, Marley, that sounds oh, like yeah. yes. That's where you were like, oh, <laughs> yeah. he's not, you know. Although I feel like I've I've met a young white girl who her name was Marley. She was yeah. like six or seven years old. I feel that like happens. for a girl, it makes it's like okay, that's probably going to be like a waspy white girl. <laughs> that but, she was. I, touched, I she was in my acting class. I mean, and let's boy, be was honest. She. <laughs> but if you hear like a boy named Marley, you would be like, hmm. Mm, yeah, um, he black. Yeah. Uh, so wait, what, uh, what's the guy? What's the name of the guy again? Who Ed left Skirin? the Skirin? Yes, Skirin. 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 And he left. Um, he left uh, from a what? What is it? A DC? Was it a DC? Hellboy. Co- the Hellboy reboot. Yes, Hellboy. Yes, yes the Hellboy reboot. It's all came back to me. Mm-hmm. And it was a character that is normally um, Asian. Asian, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just have to applaud. I just applaud him. Oh. Yes. And the other scandal of that was is that um, Chloe Bennett, who she's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yes. she plays Sky slash turned into Daisy's, a.k.a. Quake, um, on it. And That's she a is, lot of AKAs. <laughs> Yeah, she's half Chinese on yes. the show. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not and on the show, real but life. in real life. Her heritage. In her heritage, yeah. yeah. Um, and she, like, had, like, given him all the snaps on Twitter. And then yeah. some people tried to come at her. Some tried to cl- clap back at her. And that, uh-huh. like, um, mm-hmm. that because she changed her last name, um, mm. which she had. I forget what her actual last name is. Wong. But it's, like, a very. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chloe Wong. Um, and. Uh, they had clapped at her that she had changed her last name and she said that, that the reason why she changed it is because of this uh, the lack of roles mm-hmm. for a- Asian folks racism um, for because of racism because of the exact because of the things like um, white actors getting these roles or not roles not being open up to to folks like her right exactly um, so that's why she had to change her name but it's not like she was like 
she, she's not denying like, her heritage. Yeah, she's not like, oh no, I'm a white lady. Like she's very yeah. like outspoken about it. She is a part of the, one of the organizations that's uh, working to get more visibility as yeah. Asian American specifically. Um, and I just like applaud. Like I, you know, take note other actors that like you can walk away from that money, and that's a hard thing to walk away from. It um, is. Uh, it's hard to Hellboy, walk away from Marvel, a big franchise. Huge. It's a. I mean, the first Hellboy was basically. Um, I I mean, uh, Guillermo del Toro did Pan's Labyrinth, but I mean, that movie Hellboy put him on the map. Like that was huge. And the comic book is huge. It has a huge following. So to be a part of that movie is going to boost your career to high levels. Now, I mean, granted, this guy also is not doing he's not suffering because he was in Logan. He was the bad guy in Logan. So, yeah, he's he's actually in a good position to use his power and privilege that he's doing pretty well in his career that where he can step down. Scarlett Johansson, who's a part of Avengers (laughs) and can afford to step down, too. So she could. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like and so now what he's done is that like any actor who accepts like a role like if someone who like gets cast as like i don't know the white storm or something like do you step what? down yes so at least their own <laughs> i like how you're like there's no controversy with Charlize their own but you just created being cast as storm you know because she's got those white braids that she was wearing oh, in fast and the furious Fe- okay i see yeah, her yeah, yeah, i see yeah, her yeah, eyeing yeah. storm i yeah. see what she's doing she needs to stop she's like, she's like i'm from africa too isn't storm from africa don't put her in this <laughs> there's a new feud that i just started oh, God. Uh, last thing i just want to talk so I went to the I I met Dolores Horta. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the screening yes. um, here in New York. Um, my uh, Brian Brenton, the producer, he was like, "Go." He helped me to like meet her and stuff. And like, I had like cool. a twenty minute. I hung out. Like, I waited till the very end uh, for because everybody. She's very friendly. She loves talking to everybody yeah. and just inspiring people to like go out there um, and, and get involved. And so she'll talk to everybody. Like she's oh, loves love doing this sort of work. I mean, that's she's all about the people. Yeah. Um, and so I waited till the cried, crowd died down and like Brian introduced me to her. And, oh, so wonderful. Um, yeah, it was so great. Well, he introduced me as his boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> and he would introduce me as everybody and everybody would laugh. They'd be like, ha ha ha. And he's like, why is everybody laughing? Like, no, it couldn't no. be true. No. <laughs> um, but and, uh, she's just so wonderful. So amazing. Yeah. And uh, oh, who was also there was uh, Crisella Alonzo. Oh, right. And yes. You talked about this just, in the last episode, I believe. It was just so funny because it was like, uh, didn't I just see you up in the Poconos, you know? Because um, yeah. she was there at the Poconos and then she was there at the Q&A there. So I got to hang out and talk to her. She's yeah. got a lot of amazing projects coming down the line, some awesome things. And she was she was also incredibly inspiring to talk uh, to. I love it. Uh, as well. And um one thing that I will say that, you know, Dolores was talking about was right. um, everyone just really, you know, she's really about people power and that, you know, mm. you know, yes, we can see si se puede. Mm-hmm, right. And that mm-hmm. like there's and and a lot of the work and going back to the grassroots work that they were doing way back when, even without all the uses of technology and and how important things like voter registration is right. like a lot of Latinos. And I would even stretch this to there's a lot of Latinos out there. And I would even stretch this to black folks who either aren't registered to vote or don't register to vote. Right. Vote. And, and but sometimes but but well, 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 like but sometimes yeah. it's like it's, it's almost like a. um. Well, you got to kind of look at like, why is that? Right. There's yeah. a disenfranchisement. Mm. There's like, there's yes. a, there's, and there's almost sometimes a pride and like, oh no, I don't vote. Right. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've heard that before. 
And there's a pride in that, right? So mm-hmm. it's like what we have to start doing is going to a very base level is talking to people, mm-hmm. going, like talking to your neighbors, going door to door, getting involved. Because like I will be the first to admit that I did not work nearly as much as I could have and should have in this last election. Mm-hmm. We have the 2018 elections is, is gearing up and, and, and coming up. Yeah. And so it's like the most valuable thing is like money is great, but time, if we can give some of that time yes. um, to organizations that are out there trying to get people to register to vote creating action plans of making sure like everyone in your family and community knows where their polling places are um people like other people in your community like getting involved in this because that'll turn it around yeah we Um, need to close the 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 gaps where people fall through that prevent them from voting Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I also tell you yeah. that um, Dolores thinks that we should change the name of our podcast. Ooh, to what? She doesn't like the name of our podcast. She doesn't like it. Uh-oh, she's side-eyeing us. She's side We got side-eyed by Dolores Bertha? We oh need God. to have a conversation. She loves the work that we're doing. Okay. She loves that. that. Um, but she's like, no, she's like Minority Corner. No, you guys should be called the Majority Corner. Ooh. Do you know Why? Why? Well, at first I was like, oh, because, oh, yeah, all together collectively we do make up the majority. And then she was like, no. (laughs) She's like, no, that's not it. Uh, She's like, because that um, white people only make up 25% of the world. The world or the United States? World. 25? 25%. Wow. And, like, look at a map of the world and you can... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it makes makes sense. UK is not very big. I mean, Russia's big. Russia's big too, sure, but like it's just it's Europe. But then the rest of the world, you've got the rest of Asia that's not Russia, Africa, South America, like. And then so it just sort of also put into place. I was like, well, damn, how'd they get all this fucking power? Yeah, but wait, how are we going to change all of our merchandise? I know. So she's like, yeah, call yourself majority court. I know. I'm like, but we already have an email address and a Twitter. So, but I did really appreciate that. I like just that, that way of thinking. And it really empowered me of like, oh, y'all, we got to take this shit back. Like yeah. we got dominated by someone that was just like, I'm better. And mm-hmm. we've, we've, we've bought into that narrative and we're so busy fighting each other mm-hmm. that uh, we need to reclaim this. We need to reclaim our time. We are reclaiming our time. So once again, I will just keep plugging this movie because I think it's just so goddamn fucking important. Mm-hmm. Um, Go check it out. It is in theaters. Go to DoloresTheMovie.com. It's playing for, I think the New York release just got extended because it did so well Labor Day weekend, like unheard of Labor Day weekend, which usually these type of movies don't do well in New York because everyone leaves. Mm. But the New York screening did so well there. I think they're extending it for like a week. Nice. So check the website. um, And then if it's not playing in your town, you can organize a screening. So there's no excuse. Do it. Yes. Guess guess who has my phone number? Who has your phone number? Dolores is one of Dolores' daughters, Juana, because oh. I was talking about the podcast and she's like, well, send it over our way. And so she's yes. like, take, she's like, take my number. And oh then my God. I sent her the episode specifically where we talk about our interview with Brian. And cool. uh, yeah, pretty dope. And like afterwards, it was like her. 
I mm-hmm. uh, it was like her um Benjamin Bratt's brother Peter Bratt who was there yeah. he's who the director di- he directed it yeah and yeah. I you know a few of her daughter like uh, two of her daughters I think were there and this other woman and and, and Chris, uh, Christella were all talking outside of the theater and just like mm-hmm. talking like it was so amazing and I had to be like on the ground wow. listening to them talking about like the, the movement and and how they're getting and like next steps and what they're doing and all this sort of wow. shit and then uh Brian and Peter both left Mm-hmm. And because they were like, we have to get a flight in the morning. But then the ladies were all there and they're like, well, let's, Dolores loves jazz music. And they're like, what do you want? Dolores is like, I don't want to go home. Like, I want to like go Fine. out and do something. And she was like, they're like, there's a jazz club nearby. And they were all kind of, they were going. And then like one of the ladies motioned to me, but I was kind of just like, you know, like, I could have really gone onto those coattails and had a wild yeah, night out. Yeah, that would have been so much fun with, with the Lotus and Cristela. But you know what? I was so fucking hungry that like, yeah. I had to go. I had to go yeah, you eat. You gotta take care of yourself. I, was, I totally understand. It, That's awesome, yeah. though. Yeah, so have that have that number there. So just wow. that little hob there. Yeah, I'm just hanging. Just James is just in the inner circle, hobnobbing away. We all up in the industry. But <laughs> um, let's kick it over to your corner, lady love. All right, let's do it. All right, we are in my corner. Check, 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 check it out. And Nick is going to tell you what's it all about. Remember, like, in the 90s? Yeah, I like that. That was good. Do you remember, like, in the 90s was- when everything just had rap in it? Yeah, there. I mean, 80s was, like, ooh, what's this new thing? And the 90s was, like, we're going to put it in everything. 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 I'm sure, like, like, little kids yeah, are going to be rapping. I think Saved by the Bell had some raps going on in it. I'm, oh, for sure. I'm sure the Muppet Babies rapped mm. at some point. Like, everybody Would not be had a rap. So what are we rapping about? Today, I want to revisit Houston. Yeah. So a lot of people will say, okay, like, I hate the fact that when a big national disaster happens, we go directly back into normal and we forget that people are still dealing with bullshit weeks and weeks and months and up to years after it happens. Yeah. Devastated by it. Like it's, yeah. So I wanted to bring up this list that I found on color lines, which is how you can donate money and other aid to communities of color in Houston. Because one, um, a lot of the immigrant, black, Latinx, and other populations of um, Houston are the ones that have been hit badly. Mm-hmm. And these are the people that are going to be recovering and, and building and maintaining for years and years to come. Because when a flood happens, you got toxic water. And then when the flood waters are gone, you got mold. Damn. And then you got your house that's destroyed. You got all your prized possessions that are gone. You got buildings that support you, like the post office and like schools and um, grocery stores that are now out of, out of commission. So where are you supposed to go for getting things? Mm. So. It takes time. So even if you donated your $10 to Red Cross, I want to give you a list weeks after I told you where to go before. I want to remind you that people are still um, struggling. And here are some other great opportunities to help out. Fantastic. I I can't even I've never luckily like I can't even imagine like how I don't never understood how a city recovers from something like this you know like Neither, yeah. your house is like you have to gut your whole entire fucking house like people were like 
literally like moving up to like, oh, we moved as much stuff as we could up to the second floor. Like, you know, that's right. I, I don't. Can you even imagine? It's crazy. I, I really, I really can't like what you do. And also the thing is, and maybe you might talk about this, but like some of those mm-hmm. people that were in Houston were also survivors of Katrina and, and, oh and Louisiana. So they had moved to Houston. And then this happens again. Yep. It's insane. Yep. It's an, and almost to the day I saw the mm. whole um, the it, we just had the recent um, anniversary of Kanye West saying George <sighs> Bush doesn't care about black people right. like that happened around this same time. So, jeez, I just can't even yeah. begin. Yeah. So positive. Yes. Let's um, bring into some of these organization organizations focused on people of color. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so the Black Women's Defense League is a Dallas-based organization that is working with Houston activists to determine what underserved communities need. Um, So the Black Women's Defense League, um, which is awesome, based Texas, so they're, you know, within the state. local, they're right there, yeah. Well, it's hard to say local because Texas is... Is so huge. But I know. <laughs> at least like within they're I mean, they're closer than like yeah. the California Black Ladies League. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Local or, as in within the or state. Or the Hawaiian Black Ladies League. Yeah, so. I know. The most gigantic state. <laughs> okay, so there's another one called um, Rice's. It's R-A-I-C-E-S. Okay. How would you say that? Uh, Rice's. Yeah, Ri- rises. rises. Like I, I feel like it's empowering. Like they're rising up to the top. Does it stand for something? No, I don't think so. Okay. Anyways, they're a Texas-based nonprofit legal advocacy group. Like last um, episode when I was talking about the how um, DACA um, people who benefit from DACA program mm. they need to know their legal rights. Um, this one is the legal advocacy group for people working with Texas shelters to find housing for women and children stranded by immigration and customs enforcement, which is ICE, after being released from detention centers. Mm. So I don't know if you remember hearing about this, but literally Trump demanded that ICE would be there um, detaining people who were forced out from the floods, which is what? fucked up like, on many First layers. of all, you just survived this like devastating thing, and then you're going to mm-hmm. add... like. And like, did he like, didn't he, he like not even really go down there? No. Well, he went down there, but he didn't like greet anybody. Oh, okay. Wow. Well done. Yeah. Well done, sir. I know. Yeah. I know. And then, oh, here's the thing too, is that like, I heard that he was talking about like, ooh, the, the news coverage isn't even covering the amount of money that like, you know, I'm donating to them or whatever. And then oh, they God. did cover it, but you know what yeah. didn't happen? Like CNN did actually talk, talk about it. They had like a, they, you could see it on the ticker and mm. what didn't happen. And maybe since then it, maybe it did, but he didn't actually donate the money. He only talked about it oh god what a uh, uh, um okay so rice's r-a-i-c-e-s they are basically just to reiterate what i was saying um they find housing for women and children who are stranded by ice after being released from the detention center nice um uh they so a San Antonio city council member has set up a collection to send clothing, toys, and toiletries to them. You could mail boxes to the Collins Garden Library in San Antonio. Awesome. 
Okay, so another one, ICNA Relief, also known as Muslims for Humanity, is a nonprofit Ooh. that has committed aid and aid to residents of Southern Texas after the devastation of Harvey, which is awesome. Um, BlackAmericaWeb.com Relief Fund um, benefits in, um, individuals and families who are victims of public publicly declared disasters, which that's what Harvey yeah. is. Um, Tom Joyner founded it following Hurricane Katrina in 2005, and he donated um, 20000 to the wake of Harvey. Wow. Which is cool. That's the BlackAmericaWeb.com Relief Fund. Um, Living Hope Wheelchair Association um, serves populations with spinal cord injuries and other disabilities, and the bulk of their members are immigrants and low-wage workers. The organization also has been conducting direct resources since uh, rescues since the hurricane made landfall. Wow, shit. Wow. Oh, no, no joke. These people are fucking doing it. Yeah. Um, okay, Shape community center um says its organization aims to improve the equality of life for people of african descent which is all people Mm -hmm. through (laughs) programs and activities that's what they say oh i thought that was you adding that in i was like look at aneke she's speaking that truth and i was like show me where she's wrong show me where she's wrong Oh, it's like man. they're literally like, um, we're gonna acknowledge that we're helping people of African descent, but we're also gonna let you know that's everybody. like that is like everybody. Um, so <laughs> yeah. let's be real. Like you weren't just like born in you know Viking land. It didn't just like happen. Norway or whatever. Oh, so good. Okay, so they are through programs and activities with emphasis on unity, self-determination, collective work, and responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. Their ands are a little wonky, okay. but you know what? I love it. Because this. they're just like, and um, we do this. Oh, and we also do that. And like, we do and this. And we do yeah. this. And that's not all. Like, I get it, because they're just adding it right. on. Exactly. They literally, since the storm made landfall, they have been mobilizing to help people of Houston stay safe and find shelters. That is amazing. So they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, South Texas Human Rights Center is committed to keeping immigrant families intact and preventing migrant deaths along the Texas-Mexico border through community initiatives. The border and those living on it were in the direct path of Hurricane Harvey. So they're really helping those people there. Yeah. Okay, so here's another grouping. This is organizations helping other marginalized communities. So um, Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund was created by the mayor of Houston, Sylvester Turner, as a direct response to individuals and corporations asking how they could help the city. On Monday, which was August 28th, Turner, who is also a lawyer, announced in a press conference that he would personally represent any undocumented people who faced deportation as a result of seeking help because of the storm, which I have to give all the props, all the snaps to fucking mayor of Houston for using his legal rights as a lawyer to represent undocumented people. Fuck yeah, Sylvester Turner. Fuck yeah. (laughs) What's also interesting is like what you're talking about is just, it's so interesting how 
intersectional all of these issues really are, right? Right. Because like right. it's like this isn't just about and and it's you know this devastating thing that happened, which is also connected to climate change and the environment, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's also connected to like how it affects different groups of people disproportionately, you know, and specific yes, like it's so and true. how it affects you know poor black folks is not the same way that it's going to affect um, you know um, undocumented workers, and that like I like like imagine if these spaces didn't exist, where would these people go? And, exactly. and some of the discrimination they would then face. You just gave me a great lead into the next one. Um, the Transgender Foundation of America. Mm. They've created a relief fund in the Houston area for trans and intersex people, two groups who are often turned yes. away from shelters during disasters. Yep. So just what you were saying, people suffer because of who they are in multidimensional, intersectional ways. And each of these are tending to a lot of the people who fall through the cracks, even when there is aid that's provided. Yeah. And I just can't imagine, like, how much does that already fucking suck? You had this devastating thing, and then, like, your life is already, like, sometimes challenging for you based on, like, who you are and living here in this country. And then... Uh, yep. to, to, to be turned away, um, I, I can only imagine. So I'm so glad that these organizations exist. Exactly. Me too. So just a couple of more. Yeah. Um, Porchlight assists people with disabilities who have medical needs or require shelter as a result of Hurricane Harvey. I mean, as an able-bodied person, that's something that I don't necessarily have to worry about. Mm. Like if something, let's say the national disaster that, or the local disaster that would happen here in the Bay Area would be a huge earthquake. Mm -hmm. I don't have medicine that I take on a daily basis that I need to worry about. But if I did, what the fuck do you do? You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Porchlight is helping with that. Um, the Texas Diaper Bank, they provide emergency diaper kits, which I didn't know this. Diaper kits are not distributed by relief agencies. Oh, like, so what do you do? You've got this baby and like what you just. Right. What, and so you're just like, good luck, young mother. Right. And then here's the other thing. Or father. Or father. Um, here's the other thing. Um, they list for babies. Obviously, that's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about diapers. But what about seniors? I and actually, with oh my god, I'm so glad that you said that because I was as you were going through this this list, I was wondering if there was anything for um, elderly folks. I remember seeing images of this mm-hmm. um, senior center where they were like up to their like necks in floating water. Mm-hmm. They were all able yep. to be evacuated safely. Um, but yeah, I was wondering if there was any special something for them as well. Yeah, well, the Texas Diaper Bank will provide them with diapers. That's dope. So, um, and then the last one, um, oh, wow. So there's two. Okay. These are, both are really good. Um, They're both, um, so one is called The Way Home, works to end homelessness in Houston, um, Harris County, and Fort Bend Country. Um, It has partnered with a network of area shelters to achieve this. Um, You will donate directly to The Way Home or to its partners, and I'll post this list so you guys will see it. Probably, it's in the show notes, Um, so look there. Um, And then also the last one, which is something that I didn't even think about either, the Homeless Period Project of Austin. They distribute um, tampons, pads, and other period-related items to those displaced by the storm, which is just the same as a diaper. If you don't have a tampon or a pad um, and you're on your period, what do you do, you know? 
So these are covering things that I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even have the foresight to think of. So I really want to applaud all of these organizations that are really doing the work and really supporting um, us as a community. You know, together we come together and really work to make sure that we can lift each other up especially when there's a national disaster. Yeah, I think you said this entire list, you you know, and even if you have given um, a few weeks ago when it first happened, like it's even, like you said, like it's not just like, oh, right, that's done. Like on to the next thing. Yeah. Like these people are still for a long time, they're going to be kind of needing our help. And something that I've been looking to get into is um, yeah. the process of uh, every month I want to start tithing 10% of my um, actual earnings that I have, just giving to some sort of organization or to something. Mm, um, that's good. And this is great because you just gave me a huge list of, of, some, of something that you can do. And I got you. I would encourage folks to... Um, you know, I, I think a lot of times we, we get into that scarcity mindset. This talks back, back to something that I was talking about a few weeks ago with the millionaire, with, the um, uh, being the purposeful millionaire and that yeah. we think like, oh, I can't give. And there's that scare. That's that fear that you won't have enough. Right. And I know right, we're all on right. our journeys, but I will tell you this, that like the way that, you know, if you are in in order to in order to receive you have to give as well i'm not saying that's the reason yes. to do it but it, it it allows that you're like i have abundance and, and and more will come back to you and this is a great opportunity to try that even yes. if it's like man you know uh 10% like i can maybe give maybe $100 this month or $50 or 25 or like but if everyone chips in something to these different organizations that need our help um because i'm thinking like if i was in a disaster I, I, you would want people to be able to to help you out and that like yes. just because it didn't happen in your own backyard like we all this is this is the point this is us being human this is what it really comes yes. down to it's like thank you of all being of african descent like we've got to help it's all of us it's all of us we're in this, in this shit together yeah oh cool. one thing joel uh, did you i wanted to sidebar this and side eye this I hate this guy. But, I know who you're going to bring. How up. did you know? Yeah. I even I just said, J <laughs> fuck you. I mean, I heard a Joel. Fuck you, so Joel I know Olstein. where we're going. Fuck you, Joel Olstein. Joel Olstein, is that I what know. it is? Yeah, fuck you. I don't, yeah. Because he. Fuck that guy. Because the, the, it was the, the hurricane was happening and yeah. it was on a Sunday or something, right? And right. he was like, oh, church is closed today. And he owns like the largest church in the entire United States. It's humongous. It's a mega it's church. It's one of those like, it's a stadium. Basically. He bought a stadium. And uh, it's this giant mega church, and the dude's like fucking—he's like yeah. a millionaire. Like, dude's like hella fucking rich. Right. Um, and he like was like, "We've got to cancel church today because the 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 it's flooded over there." And then people went over there, and it was like not at all. And I know it's stupid. Meanwhile, there's people who are looking for you know shelters or shelters who are full at capacity. And he did not open up like the doors of his church that could have done such great wonderful work. He eventually did after people like. Props to like social media and Twitter and uh, that like shamed him into essentially yeah. opening up his doors. Um, so that was definitely disappointing. And I will say Joel Olstein is not all pastors and, and preachers because there were other like right. Catholic, Catholic. There's a, I, I saw a Catholic priest who was out there like, I, uh, you know, up to his waist in the water, helping people. Right. So, so here's the thing that I'm glad that you brought that up for is he's been getting a lot of attention in the news. I think that we need to switch our attention to the people who are doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Know? Like, why aren't we giving profiles of these pastors that are out there with not mega million dollars mm -hmm. that are helping people? You know, like, there is good out there, which is so 
heartwarming to see. Like, there's this one schizo gross guy, but there's a community that's surrounding each other right now too which is amazing yeah i i think it's i i i think it was like i think a lot of us grasped onto that opportunity to because he said he's said and he's done a lot of fucked up things and so it was just to like right. shine a light on like this is who this guy really fucking is that everyone's giving all this right. fucking money and attention to and shining a light exactly. on onto that um be be mindful and just because a lot of the destruction work that he, the destructive work that he's done to people mm, exactly so well Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy <laughs> and fight. Please uh, get involved with one of these groups. Uh, donate what, what you can. Yeah. The work is not done. Big thanks to Aneke and her yeah, thank uh, you. investigative listicle. Yay. Now let's go to your corner. Okay. Quizlet Corner, Quizlet Corner, Quiz, 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 Quiz
Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the secondary treasurer kind of like um, gave a very screwed it around the no. They're like, so when's that going to happen? He's like, oh, we're just focusing on other things. And uh, yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, we're we're trying to focus on counterfeit twenty counterfeit money right now. That's mm-hmm. like his big sort of thing. Well, you know how you could do it mm-hmm. by getting a bunch of new twenties with Harriet Tubman's fucking face on there. Exactly, because no one's got counterfeits of those. Thank you. So there's a good move right there. I completely um, agree. And and there are some like you know there was a I I forget which fucking state this guy comes from but there was some like politician who was like oh you know Andrew Jackson's like a real hero and Harriet Tubman like you know barely did anything who said that it was a politician because I don't I don't Andrew Jackson yes. fucking killed millions of Native Americans millions yeah and horrible treatment yes. of his slaves yes rape rapists he's a piece President of shit. fucking rapist right yes Harriet Tubman has done so much shit she was an abolitionist she was a spy yes she was a union spy why don't like, we have more movies about her I thought we were I gonna get a thinking, Viola Davis movie with her being it doing all those amazing things she was like literally like the James Bond of her time right. like she was just fucking handling shit doing shit which is just like fucking amazing right. so yeah fucking deserves to be on that 20 and also it's like Benjamin fucking Franklin flew a kite and he's on the 20 well, or, or five he's or whatever, on the 100. right? And, wait, what? Yeah, but you know what? How, I, how do you, oh, I like Benjamin Franklin. Oh, the Benjamin. I'm just saying that like. He did a lot. Her, well, he flew a kite. What else did he do? He, he like so many, he invented, <laughs> a, I mean, right now I can't list them all, but I know that he did oh, a lot. Oh, well, I mean, if you I can't just don't list wanna, them, I, I mean. I just don't want to bring Benjamin Franklin in when Andrew Jackson is such a piece of shit. Sure. And I'm I just would, saying, like, I'm, yeah. I'm saying we can call, I'm calling to attention to a lot of people. That's uh, that's all I'm doing. Because like, okay. it's just like, I, I, I just, she's just as equal and worthy right. of a Benjamin Franklin. Totally, then, you know? totally. Like, I just don't want to bring, because Andrew Jackson is a piece of shit. Like, Benjamin Franklin, I think, was an abolitionist, too. Good. Yes. Not ja- Jackson was not. No. So there's a way that you can get involved in into this. So this is what the big movement that is happening for every 20 that you get. Mm-hmm. Write Harriet Tubman on it. Ooh, write I like that. Name, See, right Harriet across Tubman Jackson's on ugly it. ass face. Right. Exactly. Right. Harriet Tubman <laughs> over his face. So it's a new resist sort of uh, movement that like we will put her on there. Right. So imagine yes. like if every 20 ends up with Harriet Tubman on it, like, yes. boom, done. Right. It. So I'm loving that. I love it. Too. Um, oh, I fucked this up. <laughs> Two of these were not right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just got distracted by the first one. And I was like, well, I know that one. You're like, and I'm done. Oh, there's a bonus one. So it's just a bonus, Aneke, a bonus one. Just when you thought you were, I feel you were like safe. I would know. I think there was one where I was like, row, row. like, what is, did a Scooby-Doo your, on it. What does your Olivia Pope gut say? Um, just give me, before, when we dive in, give me the question and I could say true or false. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Okay. All right, so the, the new Star Wars merch featuring two Asian characters isn't selling well. That's false. That's selling well. Right? Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Okay, one of- <laughs> okay, good. That's why. <laughs> yeah. The new characters of Rose and Paige Tycho are selling like fucking crazy. Yes, I love it. The- I'm fucking loving the pictures of uh, these uh, girls, like these women with their it's all their wonderful. toys. It's really cool. And it- 
it's something, you know, it's interesting. Like, I never even really thought about that. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Neither I. Did just I just never really thought about that, that here it is in 2017, that these, you know, folks are just for the first time getting their own character. I don't even think there was, like, a Jubilee action figure. I'm trying to think of, like, who there would be an action figure on. So. I don't even think, like, I think Jubilee might be the only one that I can really think of that would have been a, an action figure, you know? Right, right. I, Ju- I think... Wasn't she? And Jubilee kind of sucks. Well, she had like I I always really enjoyed Jubilee, but she, she just, had fireworks <laughs> coming out of her hands, which is like which would be dope. I can I see know. that at one of your at one of your parties. I think you and Jubilee would be fucking best friends. I You'd would like, hella hey, be Jubes. friends with Jubilee. Are you kidding me? Sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. Yes. <laughs> It's a useless uh, skill, but it's it's beautiful. <laughs> Very popular around the Fourth of July or New Year's yes. or birthdays. Yes, birthdays. <laughs> I love that it's a. I love that it's a skill. Not it's, like it's her mutant power. It's, it's just her skill that she's developing. It was the first well, thing that is, came to mind when I was thinking of. I couldn't for some reason I, mean, I couldn't I think of powers, is, but skill came. I to guess mind. it is kind of a skill a because skill. she's got to kind of because she's got to get better at it. Because remember she was really shitty at it. Yeah, and I don't you know that she ever it. got. She didn't get that much better at it, but like you know. She, it probably is, like, annoying to get fireworks in your face. Can you like, imagine? it burns. I mean, she probably has hella's burns all over her. Which, oh, maybe yeah. she had to, like, heal that and control well, that or something. this is actually a tragic tale. Of, like, the, the, the tra- that's the untold story, Marvel. I know. <laughs> the untold tragic Let's tale Let's give a dark of rendition of Jubilee. <laughs> like, how Logan you know was for Wolverine. Yeah. Actually, I think it would be Jubilee. a very dope, because she gets laughed at a lot. So... I think it'd be so dope Does to take she? Jubilee and spin it. Oh yeah, people are always laughing at her. There is like they Isn't say every <laughs> every twelve seconds someone is laughing Stop at Jubilee. It, That's what they say. I don't. Hey, listen, I'm not a. I don't hold the statistics. Every twelve seconds, someone's laughing at her. Um, well, I will defend Jubilee to the core. I love Jubilee. Hey, well, you love her and her, and her giant yellow jacket. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. I bet that's hot. Like it was. Like was that like, well, like a leather material? Up. Maybe it was a rain slicker. Okay. She's just always ready. Ooh yeah, she's protected by rubber because she got that fucking explosions all the time. And she's utility. Uh, <laughs> she was like, I better wear this uh, rain slicker, and because that way, like you know what, what? rain. Well, just I was gonna say rain, rain wind, or snow, but no, I don't know. Like, don't, uh, but just. Just rain or shine, she is ready to shoot some fireworks. It's so true. So, <laughs> well, rain's not going to stop her. Well, getting back to the Star Wars, we're glad that they made those fucking. Yes, yes, glad they have those. Continue to buy and purchase. A pro, I, like, what is it like? Protest with your dollars. Yes, or like, use um, your money speaks volumes. Your money speaks volumes. So go buy them up. Um, and this is like a thing, like, I feel like we talk about this so much, but I am always okay with just bringing it back up because until it is a non-issue that, um, yeah, there's this new, another new study that shows that discrimination disproportionately affects bisexuals. Um, yeah, that there, uh, this one study talks about how they're, uh, have a reported higher levels of severe drinking and smoking habits, which we've talked about Mm -hmm. psychological distress Mm. as a result of marginalization. They suffer from both mainstream society and the LGBT community. Oh, that's awful. um, With their own own community. So I like talking about that. Um, I wanted to bring that up too, because I was talking to uh, a friend of mine. Oh, when I was writing up to Max FunCon, I was talking to uh, Marielle uh, about, Oh, she wanted to cr- create a bisexual podcast or like a, a podcast about it. And I was like, yeah. you know, I think I would love to hear see more stories of people talking about bisexual characters and bisexual stories that would be cool. um, and bisexual podcasts. Like, yeah. I think that would be 
because I can't I feel like I can't talk about it as much as I'd like to on the podcast because like mm-hmm. it's pretty full over in the minority corner. Yes, we, we, we've got a lot of issues that we're talking about. So I'm hoping that more people can talk about those issues as well. Yes. So we can, you know, not lighten our plate, but like so I don't feel so bad when we don't get to talk about it every week. Me, too. I mean, I feel like more people need to talk about it. We're doing the best that we can, but we are trying to cover a lot of issues. But I'm glad that you like to revisit some of these issues, because a lot of times when you hear one thing, it goes in one ear and out the other. But if we keep championing these rights, um, even though like neither you nor I can speak directly to um, bisexual um, discrimination, but we're, well, we're they're can... a part of our community and we yeah. can, you know, speak to the other, the, the straight community and the gay community that are disrespecting, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, for, I mean, I, I mean, I've had sex with women before and I've gotten, mm. I've, I've gotten, um, with, I've gotten like my, I've gotten some pushback from, Oh, I'm uh, sure where they've been like gross vagina. Yeah. And so it's like, even like, I, I'm so far down this gay rabbit hole that like, I couldn't even turn, (laughs) does it does sound like a good time, but, uh, and I'm having a great time. Don't get me wrong. I am having a great time, but at this point to like turn back around and be like, Oh, I'm bisexual. Um, even though I do predominantly prefer uh men yeah um it's like i i I, it's like and also the re-coming out process like my family of being bisexual or something like that it's like because of those stigmas and those things it's like i can't even i can't even entertain those thoughts and ideas it should be it's a spectrum it's literally like if you feel like touching a vagina one day and then if you feel like touching a penis the next day that's your own goddamn prerogative it doesn't take away from your desire of who you are and what you live and what's your life you know and it doesn't take away from your attraction to who the people are like that's the thing that's why i have a hard time like the older i get i know for a fact that it's a it's a I feel like sexuality is definitely a, a scale. And sure. I, that kind of changes over time as well. Right. Wouldn't you say? Well, I was going to say, I don't think that I can necessarily identify myself as bisexual because I live and benefit from, I'm in a straight marriage. I'm, you know, sure. all of that. So I feel like it would be a disservice. But I would say if I were single right now, um, because I like monogamy, I'm not about to practice double you know polyamorous stuff because that's (laughs) that's not who i am but i'm not looking down on it but if i were single i who knows i've definitely been attracted to women before so i wouldn't say that me going out with a woman discredits any of my previous relationships so that's what i think that we need to get that stigma off of it, you know? And that's why I continuously like bringing it it up because just like you said, to open up that door and and that conversation um, about it so we can sort of release some of that, that stigma that's around there because like, we don't, we don't even have accurate data about like how many bisexual people are in the world or what's that percentage. We don't, because again, there's such stigma and such fear on both ends of it that it's like, it's, it's dirty, it's dirty data. Right. Right. It's, 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 it's it's dirty there. So, I mean, um, that's why I just wanted to, to continue bringing that up. And for those who are, um, and also like the thing, and I said this before, but like it, someone's biphobia, like someone has nothing to do with you and everything to do with that other person's exactly. own insecurity. So, so it's true. like if you're if you're like I would really encourage you to if you feel that like, oh, if you have mistrust of bisexual people right. or if you um, 
think that it's just a phase going from, you know, straight to gay mm -hmm. um, or have any concerns about that, I, I really challenge you to just sort of look into that and not like, in a, like, like I just challenge you to look into that because that has more to do with your own insecurities. Because right. um, I've heard stories of people who, you know, come out to their uh, husband or wife that they're bisexual. Yeah. And... Uh, but like they're not saying I don't love you and I want to go right. fuck someone else. They're just kind of opening up. Yeah, we just need to opening up. And I, I get that it can be a little jarring, but like but you it know, has nothing to do with any of your current relationships that you're in, or previous no. or future relationships. It's just who you happen to be attracted to. If I were to like come out to my husband and be like, "I'm straight," he doesn't need to be now concerned about <laughs> men. Oh, she's gonna go yeah, fuck I all know. These like, men. <laughs> like you're know. you're so right. That is like literally the exact same sentence. Because like saying that you're bisexual does not mean like it's not synonymous with I want to fuck everyone. Everyone. Right, exactly. I, I, like, ask yourself, do you want to fuck everyone? Yeah. <laughs> like, and maybe no. you do. But I know. Like, <laughs> that's another but conversation. That's, that's another conversation. So don't mix the two. No. Don't, don't mix the two. Don't mix it's dirty the dirty data. Oh, my God. So this next one uh, will kind of lead into the next, the other one. So there's a uh, gay uh, political candidate who has been taunted and threatened by the KKK with death threats asphyxiated to his door. Um, he is James Schneider. Okay. He is uh, running in, uh, for office in the 5th District of Florida, mm. down there in, in Florida. Um, he's been, him and his partner have been getting death threats and whatnot. And it's interesting because, like, and, and the, it's interesting because at first my first thought was, like, oh, my God, why are you running in Florida? Like, get out of there. Yeah. And I, but, but then it's like, and he even said... And he thought about running out of the race because, like, he's getting fucking death is, threats. That's frightening like, and terrifying. Fuck? Whoever, but like, he. Oh God, I, that just. And he said he he said um, he doesn't want them. He said, you know, I almost quit, which would have meant that they won. And he says that he thinks that he's the appropriate candidate for the position, and he doesn't want any sympathy votes. Mm. He wants votes on the fact that he's the better qualified candidate. So mm. talk about like if you're if you're down in Florida, mm -hmm. man, help out with this campaign. Yes, right. Yes. This is a great campaign to even like donate like time or money to. Um, and I just love to see that people that are not normally getting seats at the table mm -hmm. are. We've been talking about this since the election happened. Um, working to get those seats at the table that yes. we need to have people especially um, running in states for like office. florida because yeah. those are well, places that need the most obviously like if you're like death threats like there needs to be a change of culture like come on yeah mm -hmm. right or go write something else like don't waste your time ink or money like are you get out of here. if you find yourself well one you're probably not listening to this podcast but if you yeah, are this if you find yourself writing a death threat to somebody that just because you don't agree with who they are Stop. what's going on with your life like who yeah. are you like i you know what i am also like and i can think about this like i like and find a hobby or something right. like i don't have time to write like there's a lot of letters i would like to write to people that i even love let alone someone i don't love right. like how much energy is that to put into yes. like something that you don't like like i go bowling try knitting right. or crocheting maybe pick maybe. up like a beekeeping take a swim do, take a swim go to the gym um like there's a lot of things that you could do to put your energy towards as opposed to this thing that you you don't like you don't understand so yes. there it is right that's a lot of effort to put into to someone that's so true 
Um, and last thing, Democrats are pushing a uh, are not pushing a strong. So there's an article that I was reading um, that Politico was talking about how just with the current climate and things that are happening, it seems like this is a great opportunity for the Democrats to come full force as a as a, to really stand up um, against. Racism, mm, right? Doesn't mm-hmm. it kind of seem like yeah? This the is a opposite? good time to fucking stand up and show your allegiance to. And so, what I would say is now is also a great time to kind of check and see how your Ooh, state good. representative yes. is voting, mm-hmm. because a lot of people are giving a lot of lip service to stuff where they're saying this is, uh, you know, oh, down with racism, but um, or and they might say at the moment, but then when it comes time to vote, or a few weeks later. A different sort of conversation is already happening. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one person who's working at the DNC, uh, and he was talking about how um, that we should be careful about how deeply uh, that Democrats should be carefully careful how deeply they wade into a fraught debate over identity politics, mm. particularly one one's focus on Confederate statuses mm. uh, statues that risk dividing the electorate. So. That's kind of quote the root. The root quoted this as that's just a quote for don't scare too many white racist people. Uh, who cares? Why do we care about Thank their you. fucking feelings? So that's the other thing is that's why it's so much important. Like, I don't know. Why are we chasing after these racist Democrat voters exactly. or these people who like, OK, then what we need to do is strengthen our own base yes. and make sure that we are registered to vote and that we are um, going to go and vote and that we, we we're, we're well informed and ready to go. Yes. Why are we chasing after these? Go by. Right. You can either exactly. come over here or not. But girl, bye. I'm not spending any of my, my more of my time trying to woo you over here or to make sure that you're comfortable to come over here because I called you a racist or I'm calling this shit racist, which that's what it is. Right. Like, if you're not comfortable with that. Boo. Yeah. And, boo I mean, to you. And Steve Bannon talks about how, you know, Democrats lose when we talk about identity politics. But clearly, like, Republicans won by talking about identity politics. Right. Like, that's how they for, for being, you know, fucking racist. Um, there is a conversation of, like, should we spending so much of our time over fighting symbols or actual things like voter suppression? Mm-hmm. Right. So I can see that I'm kind of in the boat of, like. Go fight for them both. Yeah, yes, <laughs> take down the yes, take down the statues yeah. and also dismantle things like voter yes. uh, suppression laws. It's not one or the other. You can do both. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, there's uh, this one guy. What's his name? Um, Mark Long Longabout, who's okay. this veteran Democratic strategist. Okay. Um, he said. You know, at the end of the day, America and most voters are pretty smart on this sort of stuff when it comes to race. Mm. And that I don't think Bannon is going to fool anybody with his outright racist appeals. Mm-hmm. Um, He's going to fool no, people. Look at the last election. Yes. Right? Like, um, he hello. fooled them already. Right. So that already happened. That's a good point. Um, Nobody can say really- anything like that anymore with who we elected yeah. into power. Absolutely. And someone who's been really rolling up their sleeves to because like folks like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren were really approaching things uh, from economics, 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 economics. Right. Which, yes. um, And I do think that there has been a long push um, for especially white folks in power um, and that have money to. um, Sort of uh, to sort of. um, so there is a lot of economic issues. A lot yeah, of it is sort of economics, definitely. but also economics it affects different groups of people in different ways. Well, I mean, like that is a thing. Yeah, obviously, um, 
this country is based on a system where a group of people were able to get an economic head start over yep. the rest of people. Yep. So when we talk yeah. about economic issues, we're also talking about race issues too. There's no, it, it just, there's no bout of, that's how it is. And, and, and part of their strategy was, I, you know, I mean, poor white people are, are also fucked in this country, but right. part of their strategy ha- has been to stir up race relations and, and, mm-hmm. and I, ideas um, so that, like, you know, poor keep white people separated. are like, keep us separated. So there is that basis, but I think it's important that, and, and I still have not really heard Bernie Sanders really talk enough about racism in this country in, in the way that we really want him to. It's true. Um, but Eliz- Elizabeth Warren, she's been rolling up her sleeves. Woo! She has been working with black community members Love and it. black leaders. Murdering, meeting with uh, Bernice King, Ooh, Dr. King Jr.'s yeah, daughter. Elizabeth she has Warren. like re- regular meetings with Reverend Jesse Jackson. They have like an open, clear communication line and channel. Oh, so like, that. yeah. Can you imagine um, being and, like a part of that, like just that brunch? <laughs> Get me in that brunch. <laughs> Get me in. Get me in. I will disguise myself as just a little waiter. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, just hello. Coming. Would you, oh, would you like some why mimosas? Do I, <laughs> why do I have like a ridiculous I don't know. accent? I imagine you with a like, fake mustache which, too for some I know, reason. But, as if they would recognize me. I they know. would. <laughs> They're like, oh, James. I better go undercover. <laughs> I don't want them. You get out of here, James. You can't be a fly on oh, the wall over man. here. Oh, shucks. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and then I'm like coming back as like a window, scaling down the window as a window washer. Oh, hello. It is a medium. So like, James. Oh, shucks. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll get in there one of these days. Can't wait. <laughs> so good <laughs> okay. uh, and one thing that um, King was saying that uh, Bernice King was saying is mm-hmm. that in order for us to make effective change leaders have to be courageous they have to be willing to take a stance willing to lose some things mm. and um, you know Elizabeth Warren proved that when she was you know silenced on the floor that she was willing to risk some things in the process so yeah. um, good. and I got this one email I want to cite like and because I'm from San Francisco I still get emails about like my I think I'm still registered to vote in San Francisco okay. um, but I just checked Nancy Pelosi's scorecard mm-hmm. and it is not good it's not good and it's not good and you know what everyone is up for everyone's up for re-election mm-hmm. um, I don't know how we get her like not that like I here's the thing yeah Continue to put pressure on your representatives. If they are a Democrat, then they, you need to call them and 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 and, and write to them. Like right. she's just not doing too well. I think in like there's like you know only progressive thing that she's voted for on the progressive scorecard is uh, towards minimum wage. That's she's, it. Um, that's it. She's not been doing really well. Uh, but uh, representative representative Barbara Lee is killing it. Fuck yeah, she's been Barbara voting Lee. on the pro- down the progressive ticket for college tuition, women's rights, criminal justice. Climate, Wall Street, Barbara Lee speaks for me. Ooh, are you her campaign manager? Well, that was her phrase, yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to give you all the snaps. I was like, you are good. And you know what? She does. (laughs) She does. She really does. She is really walking the walk and walking the talk. And again, just going back to something that like uh, Dolores uh, Horta was talking about, Mm -hmm. um, that we've, people power, it's so important. So whether it's like um, calling up our politicians um, talking to our, our neighbors, our community members, making sure everyone's registered to vote, mm-hmm. um, getting that vote out mm-hmm. is that's going to be the key 
And uh, it's time to start now. It's almost a year away, the midterm elections. It is. Almost a year away. We need to really pull up our bootstraps and get down to vote. And yes, I love what you're saying is holding your representative accountable. Because they are public servants. Always remember that. They work for us. They work for us. They fucking work for us. Us. Yes. And that's the flip. And that's the thing that we kind of like, we give them too much power. Right. Cause, but, but that's the thing is that we give them their power. Right. So we need to take it back. Yes. <laughs> Time to take like it back. Like you work for us. Time to take that power back. Oh, uh, the Tadra Call thing. Oh, yeah. That guy. Uh, yeah, your favorite. Uh, we side eyed him last week. <laughs> we did, or two it, weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he guess he was, def- <laughs> he got a lot of flack. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he said that, like, I, you know, I, he quoted, like, that people said that he, he was saying, like, the woke police were coming for him and that he wasn't down enough. And just the fact that he fucking used that phrase. That pisses me off. (laughs) What is it? That sounds like Fox News calling it a woke police. He turned it around and said, you know, well, everyone's going after Taylor, but, you know, what about, what about Kanye West, who... Because, like, people are like, oh, Taylor Swift voted for Trump. And he's like, we, you don't know that. Um, also, and- I want to say that Kanye West had to leave his fucking tour because he was having a mental breakdown. They are literally taking shots at a man who's going through fucking health issues. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. Like, can this man just get his rest on? Like, yes! he is clearly going through some shit. Yes. Um, but be- because, like, you know, he's he's had meetings with Donald Trump, and like, yeah. so he was trying to spin it on like, don't come after Taylor, go after Kanye West. Kanye West is busy. Let Kanye him West, like, I don't alone. need to go after Kanye West. Like, I'm he's I'm pretty going good. after himself. You know, like, I don't know. The whole thing is just so. I Todrick. Rise above. Just yeah, take that's it. The thing. You it's know, like, you don't gotta I, say shit. And I, I don't even think like I don't even think. Here's the thing. I wouldn't want like if I if I was doing something crazy and okay, I want you to say something to me. Yeah, I would and, be like dial, dial, dial. Hey James, what's going on? Instead of being like on Twitter, what's James up to? Yeah, I'm putting all the shade. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, not down enough. I like know. you know, throwing something at me. <laughs> and so I think that's what it is. Is that like sometimes when people do, you got to get called out. Sometimes you got to side out of those side out of those heroes. And the money's just not worth it. And no. Taylor Swift is not nearly woke enough. So get out of there. Todrick, you need to girl. go back into Rue's corner and leave Taylor's corner alone. Run, Hoochie, run, as we used to say back Ooh, in college. That's a deep cut. That's an old one. <laughs> that is a deep cut from like 14 years ago. Literally, run, Hoochie, run. Nobody. Run, Hoochie, run. Get out of there. Because <laughs> we've, ex- we've not even explained that joke. Um, well, it's just like when a girl, she's missing it. We, were, we had a song called Run, Hoochie, run, run way back because when. Because it was like when you're running, I don't, this is, this is a, easily a 10-year-old joke. Yeah, and still funny to the. It still exists today. But I ain't gotta explain. So we were just like, you know, like it was gonna be like when that girl, she's like, you know, missing the bus, run, who she run. Yeah, and she had to run, take her high, she, high heels off. <laughs> she got it. And you we gotta miss that phrase. bus, run, run, who she run, run, who she run. Let me go. <laughs> Yep. I want to make an animated short called Run Hoochie Run, and I'm casting you as the voice. Oh, I'm, am I the hoochie? <laughs> I thought you'd be excited about this. I don't know how I feel about hoochie. Well, I, I thought. 
thought you were going to be excited because remember, you know, I usually kind of cast you as, you know, not the lead. Yeah, but the, when so the lead I, is a hoochie. <laughs> you just gave such a good read and audition. I really thought you would I be know. jazzed about Another this. Another piece of me is like, maybe we should like what classifies her as a hoochie? Is that derogatory? Well, but she's also, you know what? We're going to reclaim it. Okay. Because we're going to show her as a full dimensional human being. She's funny. Okay. Sometimes she makes mistakes. Sometimes she, you know, does the right things. And then she says the wrong things. She's just trying to live her best life. Yeah. Catch her bus and do her best thing. And it's more of an encouragement. Run, hoochie, run. Like, you can do this. But it's like, it's like encouraging her, but also knocking her down by calling her a hoochie. It's her si se puede. Because you know Stop what? It. She don't take her... She, she don't take herself too seriously. And that's the other thing, too. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, it's like a thought. Know. Like some people call themselves thoughts, which is that oh, hoe yeah. over there. So let's just say that she's reclaiming hoochie. She. She's like, yeah, I'm a hoochie. And she's like, and it's like an acronym for something like um, help over out. Can't you hit it? That's interesting. A, excellence. Nope. That <laughs> sounds like a seizure. <laughs> Run, hootsie, run. Get to the hospital. You're having a seizure. Run, hootsie, run. Run, hootsie, run. Oh, man. Well, um, since we that's... <laughs> reached the hoochie part of our <laughs> broadcast. Well, we better uh, <laughs> close it up. Let's wrap this well. up. <laughs> man, another good episode for the books. If I do say so myself and ourselves Ooh. and yourselves. Okay. <laughs> if I say yourselves, does that mean that I am telling the listeners that like I'm speaking for them? I don't know. Okay. Well, debate it. Yeah. Debate it. Take it for what you will. Uh, write, write it in a review. Speaking of reviews. Yes. Our 100th episode is coming up in Neke. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're only five more episodes away. Four. Four, oh, right? Oh, that's right. Because this is... 97, 98, yeah. 99, 100. We're at 96. Yeah, we're four more. Do that math. I know. Um, well, you're... Listen... You are a librarian extraordinista. Yes. I can't expect you to know all the right answers all the time. It's so true. I just do my given, best, you know? And that's all <laughs> anyone could ask of you, Aneke. <laughs> Did I just Oprah you? I like I Oprah so. after school special with you. Okay. <laughs> but we're trying to get to 100 reviews by our 100th episode. Yes. And... Everybody who writes a review will be eligible to win a Minority Corner prize pack. Yes. So remember, if we reach 100, the people, everybody who's written a review? Everyone. Even this person that was like, they don't speak for everybody. Okay, so everybody or, who's written a review. woman is not a minority. Will be. Or these guys are not as funny as they think they are. So even that person. That person so, who wrote that were two annoying people. Yeah. Another podcast from two annoying people. Or like, I love it be, so much. Or that like whatever we're doing is like so quote unquote in, you know, that like yeah. talking about diversity know, and issues. So hip right now. <laughs> Which I think I don't want them to win, but like, dude, they're about to get like, you know. Yeah. So write a good review and then so, one, you're going to cancel out the bad and two, better chance for you to get some our Minority Corner Pies packet. Absolutely. Or keep the, you know, I'm always open for open, constructive feedback. So feel free, you know, That's I got true. you. We, yeah, we uh, love good feedback. Um, love good feedback. I just want to point out that your odds yeah. of winning the prize pack 
one in 100 no one in yeah one in 100 is better than the lotto is better than scratchers is better than um you know like um a youtube giveaway where they have thousands of people oh thousands yeah it's very yeah you have like a one a one percent chance of winning which when you say it like that that doesn't sound that didn't help my plea but (laughs) (laughs) i was just doing the math i mean you have a one in 100 shot which is like which is you know, like nothing. You could do it. You That's could, like yeah. yeah. You can. It could be you. It could be you. And just it's also just a fun way for us to um uh, grow our podcast as well. So we really do appreciate yeah. uh, the reviews. So this review of the week comes from Gary Polizum. Okay, and he wrote great and gave it five stars. And then he said this podcast is a joy to listen to. Great takes from from perspectives other than my own on things happening now and fun, informative learning times on things we never we never were taught about in the past. Reading is hard. He didn't write that. I'm saying that (laughs) this podcast is all wait. This podcast is all time great. And Aneke and James are just delightful. Oh, thank you. I highly recommend giving it a listen. Yay. Oh, and also, if you all are listening for something to... You're like, I want something new and poppy and Britishy and girl groupy. Mm-hmm. Well, Aneke and I have a group for you. <laughs> little Mix. Little Mix. <laughs> Aneke and I went down a wormhole of Little Mix. I, not once, but I think two different days. I just have to say, sausage is made. James has been trying to squeeze in Little Mix for the last, like, mm, mm, four mm, or mm, five mm, episodes. Mm, mm, mm. And Always cut Mix- for time. Always <laughs> cut for time. <laughs> <laughs> little Mix. Oh, well, they're cut for time. But join us next week. Yeah, always. Yep. <laughs> Get it in there this time. But they're a delightful young-ish pop group. Yeah. I mean, if you um, don't really, you know, you want something a little bit more substantial than Fifth Harmony. Yes, I would go for sure. Little Mix. Wow, throwing it down. You know and what? they're I'm all doing it. it's true. And it's like I would also say like Little Mix, they they've all got strong ass voices. Yes, they have strong great voices. ass voices. They like they all could have like their own like solo career, but I'm glad they're all together. They're all genuinely friends. Which is you can so tell. cute. And like just such a rarity, and they were formed on like the uh, UK X Factor. Sometimes like their messaging for me gets a little confusing well, because I have these uh, my ex's little British his little nieces. Yes. <laughs> um, also love Little Mix, and I they are like five and seven, and they go to like the Little Mix concerts. But like sometimes you see them, and it's like they're high schoolers, but they're like got a lot of makeup on. Yeah, it's very I mean, sexy. They they like a sexy image. A piece of me is like yes. Women, yes. do your thing, yes. be fucking Agreed. sexual. Yes. But at the same time, it also makes me wonder, like, I don't have a little girl, so I don't know. Yeah. But I was I a would... little girl, and I like sexy things, and it didn't really affect me into, like, oh, I need to be sexy. So it's, I don't know. I'm of two oh. minds. Oh, I have an idea. I, I have an idea. Here's my thought. Because, like, I don't want to, like, yeah, here's my thought. I think, like, just having a realistic conversation yeah. with a, a child of, like, hey, this is what they're presenting. These women are actually well just scan a closet for them just <laughs> how the sausage is made yeah. these women are not actually in high school yeah they're, they're women. 26 they're yeah. 26 years old um because also some of their lyrics are 
fucking not like just like ooh, it's pop music provocative. Like the beat sounds nice and fun, but yeah. it's like full on like I'm a ride this dick. Whoa. Like, like, oh, okay. Yeah, these lyrics are pretty in there. But then they also have like female empowering songs like yeah. Salute, like Rise Up, Ladies, and like yeah. So I mean, just have an honest conversation, I guess. You know what? Just like you said, when I had to watch the Naked Ladies <laughs> from Nocturnal Animals um, on the plane a couple episodes back, <laughs> yes. kids gotta learn, James. Kids gotta learn. So I, you know what? I'm not gonna hide it from them. Yeah. I think the worst because I think that's what made it so confusing for me is that no one talked to me about the sexual, sexy You're things a that grown I saw. Man. Well, no, I know now. <laughs> I don't mean now. <laughs> I don't need someone to explain little mix okay. to me now. Did we not? Should I have sat you down? You were like, James, but, so these are high schoolers. They're dressed like high schoolers. Actually, and they're you know talking what? about We did have dick. that conversation. I, we did. You were like, these girls are so young. They're so cute. I was like, mm, they're in their mid to late 20s. 20, and you're like, yeah. oh. oh. So we did have you're that right. conversation. Because then it made me a little bit more comfortable with it. But then like, you know, they're playing high schoolers sometimes. But I was like, yeah. oh, that's just, you know. And maybe it's the box that we're putting into them. They're just, you know, sexualized women who love a fun youngish pop beat to dance they to. They love a you know? Yep, it's so They true. love a, like, a pop hit, you know. So uh, thank you for tapping. So Aneki led by example. <laughs> she had that very... <laughs> Awkward but necessary conversation with me. With little um, so James. With little confused with little James. James. Um, I, I, and uh, she let me know. And I was trying to empower them. And I was like, they're not little mix. They should be called little sluts. But I meant that in an empowering way. Mm. And, and Neke felt on the fence about that. Because slut is like a hoochie is kind of fun sounding. Like, ooh, mm. hoochie, hee, hee, hee. Slut is like... I don't know. If I were walking down the street and some stranger <laughs> called me a hoochie, I would giggle to myself. I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. That's nonsense. Uh, but if I was walking down the street and somebody was like, slut, I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> where's the venom well, coming di- from? Dial it back, Johnny. I know, what did I do to you? Whoa. Which is a power of words. That's true. And so anybody tells you words don't mean anything, that they actually do have power. Well, I wanted to use it as an empowering way, but, you know, I can't, I can't, I don't know how they might take it, so I'll just keep them as little mix. Yeah. Um... But I highly recommend. They're very fun. They've been around for like five years. They have yeah. four different albums. Hit in and, the UK. Uh, so to all of our UK listeners, we're just catching on now. They're like, the UK listeners are probably fast forwarding. They're yeah, rolling they're like, their yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've mess. already double timed this because you can listen to this in double time. So yeah. they've, they're, they've already gone past this. Um, okay. On, on that note. Oh, last thing I wanted to ask you. Was Julia Child a spy? I heard a rumor that she was a spy. She definitely served in the war. Okay. But I don't know if she's a spy. I don't know. Because I heard, I thought there were some murmurs of her going to be, and there was going to be a movie about her being a spy. She lived a fucking full life before she became a chef, which I love. Like, she didn't go into chef school until her 40s. So I know that she definitely was, she, she served in a war and I'm not sure about Spy, but it's possible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all. I. That's what yeah, I came that here was, to learn. So thank question. you for that. Yeah, no, thank you. Had me thinking. <laughs> well, let's close it up. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank Find us you, on the guys. Facebooks. Yes, Minority Corner with a K and the Minority Corner Kids Playground. Not to be confused with the Kids Club because I don't know what that is. Nope. So you might see some <laughs> pornography. That might just be yeah, porn, nope, which I hope it's not. No, okay. terrible name for porn. 
terrible. Yeah, uh, that'd be really bad. Rethink. Look at your life. Look at your choices. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're on Twitter, Minority Corner at Gmail. Yes. Uh, dot com. You're uh, on I Twitter. Ins- What's your Twitter? I I'm at Twitter. Yeah, and I might I'm actually getting involved in the conversation myself on there. Mm-hmm. I'm at James Arthur M. Yes. My Instagram James underscore Arthur underscore M. Yes. Watch my transformation into a 10k mile runner for the. Uh, Marvel Avengers 10K run coming to see up. This. That's gonna be good. I hope I have my inhaler. And then you're on things too. <laughs> yeah, I am on Twitter, Miss Fitzy. I haven't been tweeting a lot lately because I'm giving myself a little break or rooney, but I'll be back on. Um, well, well deserved break. And my Instagram, you're just gonna have to find me. It's not hard to yep. find me, but you're gonna have to You'll find get me. Her. I'm not gonna put that out there. <laughs> mystery that well we turned it over to you I go mean, solve that mystery scooby-doo kids and uh <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, still the mystery lingers well have a good week everybody yes bye thank you for listening we thank love you. you we love you bye I'm Allegra Ringo. And I'm Renee Colbert. And we host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Renee, can I tell you about a dog I met this week? Uh, I wish that you would. In turn, though, can I tell you about a dog hero? May I tell you about a dog breed in a segment I like to call Mutt Minute? (laughs) I would love that. Could we maybe talk about some dog tech? Could we have some cool guests on, like Lin-Manuel Miranda, Nicole Byer, and Ann Wheaton? I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. You're on board. What do you say we uh, we do all of this and put it into a podcast? Yeah, okay. You think? Perfect. Uh, should we call it like I don't know? Can I pet your dog? Sure. All right. Uh, what do you What do you say we put it on every Tuesday on Maximum Fun or on iTunes? Sounds good to me. Meeting's over. there. I'm comedian and movie buff Ricky Carmona, and I'm excited to tell you about a new show I'm doing called Who Shot Ya? Join me, LA Weekly film critic April Wolf. I'm going to call Star Wars when it comes out the Clint Howard Project. <laughs> film reviews editor for The Wrap, Alonzo Duraldi. Everything Charlize Theron knows about killing somebody with a high-heeled shoe, she learned from single white female. Trust me. <laughs> and our dope-ass friends each week. The stunt guys were asking me, like, do you need a stunt double in here to, for, for you to skate? I was like, no, no, I, I was on skates so if you're tired of whack opinions and you're looking for a smart, funny film discussion show, check out Who Shot Your Son? That's what we do. And you can find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.